and uh, Hack Forest, who is from Afghanistan, coincidentally enough. Uh, never forget. Um, <laughs> uh, he trained out of TriStar. So if he's if he's trained if he's if he's trained out of uh, Canada, the, the time change different won't be as severe. So that's that's my logic behind that. <laughs> Welcome to the Pretty Meat Podcast, the MMA podcast that respects your distance. Good evening, it, sirs. It is your face. So this Draco, is my face. <laughs> yeah. So so Draco Malfoy passed out playing golf. Yeah, Tom. So the Ryder Cup, uh, which if you're if you're a golf fan, is this weekend. Um, gay. Did you say gay? <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, the U.S. versus Europe, any whatever. Anyway, apparently there's a celebrity event today, and Tom Felton collapsed uh, on the 18th hole. Well, Draco is also hospital. also gay. Do you think <laughs> that was his thing? No, no, no. I mean, in the books, he got married and had children, yeah, but I guess yeah. that doesn't mean he's not say, gay. He could just be. <laughs> don't they call that a beard? Don't they call it a beard? <laughs> Um, I'm not, I'm not hip to that lingo, but, uh, I think that's what they yeah. call it when, uh, that's what the, the term for the woman who marries a gay guy is a beard. Okay. Yeah. She's like, so he was up. a straight, he was a straight beard. He had a lot of pent up stuff. I think we can all agree. <laughs> no, just, yeah. Me. I mean, tough no, household, no. I'm, right? I'm tough there. household, you know, yeah. Not, tough household, from it. probably tough household. beaten by his father, coddled we by his mother. And secretly did sexual things to his house elf. Yeah, everyone trying <laughs> to just slither in, one might say. And did you guys time. hear the other that's amazing? That's my time. You guys have a good rest of your night. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the other news? The next, uh, the movie, the next movie title? Uh, I nope. saw that there was something about it, but no. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, the last one was Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. And the next one is The Secrets of Dumbledore. Ooh. Okay. So that'll, that'll be a thing. Yeah, Who do you think... What UFC fighter would make the best Quidditch player? Okay, oh, never mind. that. We can't do that because there's positions. The Never mind. Because Seeker would be different. Okay, another... another. It's definitely, yeah. it's definitely Brandon Moreno because he's the only person in the UFC who knows what Quidditch is. <laughs> let's let's be real. Excellent, excellent point, excellent point. And he's also a lighter weight, so he'd probably be much faster and more agile. That's mm-hmm. true. Got some accuracy. What do you think? What do you think a, a your standard Hogwarts Quidditch player is tipping the scales at? Like, 
How do they do it in England? Stone? Is he like a quarter stone? I don't Ooh. fucking know. Well, no, who they're not the fuck heavy. knows they're what not the ratio big guys, is. They're not, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> well, I mean, you might, you might want some good size beaters up there. You might. You're going to need that upper arm strength. Like for me personally, I could see like a, a Cody Garbrandt being a seeker, but I would see, a, yeah. uh, you know, uh, 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 Jan Blahovich as a pretty darn good beater. That makes sense. Like he's Look, just got wait, wait, the... wait, 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 wait. Fred and George were beaters. Yeah. And they don't... were skinny. They yeah, were skinny you don't fucks. think upper arm strength when you think Fred and George Weasley. <laughs> That's true. When you think Weasley, you think redheaded, skinny, <laughs> pure bloods. <laughs> That's you think, what you think. <laughs> do you think Adesanya would be? He would be. He's lanky. There's also a personal uh, chance he knows. He would be a badass keeper. He would know because he he's no his no, nickname no. He's is in reference to the last sure. he's a chaser one hundred percent hundred percent he's a chaser and wow. he's, he's, he's chaser. leading the league in goals for sure okay well okay uh, now that we can uh, now that we've established that <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have like the, the Ilver Morny versus fucking Hogwarts oh my god we're gonna do this UFC is so this is fucking terrible terrible and wonderful yeah uh, we'll we have a guest. We have I guests. like it. Ryan, we have a guest. And uh, you may remember, not last week when I was gone, but the week before, we made a gentleman's wager um, yes. on your former San Diego Chargers. Uh, we wagered a bottle of Puncher's Chance, which I happen to have here in front of me. Have you sampled now, it? Now, well, not this bottle is not what we wagered because I opened it. And here's what I've done. I consider myself a connoisseur of alcohol, which is a fun way of saying I'm an alcoholic. You're an alcoholic? Yeah. So I have like a sample, right? Just like a sample. And then I also made an old fashioned, which is, which is in here. Uh, I'm going to tell you on the nose, I'm glad it's $21. Now, this is the third UFC slash MMA related whiskey. The first one, which I should have grabbed is back there and it is, is it Josh Barnett, Aaron? Is that what yeah. we decided? Yeah. Yeah, that fucking gasoline that you, you let me drink at your house. So Josh Barnett has a whiskey called... Is it Warhammer or War? It's Warhammer. Warbringer. Yeah. No, it's War... Yeah, Warbringer. I'm, it's okay. Warbringer. I'm War... it. Yeah, Warbringer, but his is the War... Wait. War, War. His is the War Master edition, and the distillery is called Warbringer. So we were both wrong and right. It is a single barrel, truly heavyweight bourbon. It's mesquite smoked, and and yes, it is. And hey, look at this, Aaron. On their website, hints of pine, honey, carousel, and burnt sugar. <laughs> anyway, uh, I procured that bottle, at, and you know what I love about it too. And I showed Aaron this on the unheard episode. It is hand numbered, which I'm a sucker for. Uh, here's the thing: it's also not a good whiskey. So, and it's way overpriced. But whatever, it makes a nice old fashioned. I'll admit. Yeah. The Conor McGregor Proper Twelve, which we drank basically all of that night. Yeah. Um, I think again for eighteen bucks, pretty solid. This one. Um, I don't know, 45% alcohol. It is distilled in Kentucky. It has some Tommy Bahama Tiger on it. See that? Um, it'd be a pretty mm. sick tattoo on the right arm. 
Puncher's yeah. Chance is a Kentucky straight bourbon inspired by two great American traditions, whiskey and fighting for what we believe in. Fuck yeah. The bourbon <laughs> is made with the bourbon is made with heart and honor for those who know how far they've come, for those who started early, stayed late day after day. Dear <laughs> Oh, year after year. For the it's like a fancy font. Year after year. For those who have the courage and strength to do what others won't. And this is of course Bruce Buffer's whiskey. Bottled in Bardstown, Kentucky, and it appears that this is a at least a a label uh, that is not being like sub bottled by someone else. Anyway, give it a try. I'm curious. This is your first taste on air. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, just by the description alone, it sounds like it was made for me. It sounds like it was made for you. Stay early for uh early, stay late day after day. That's me. Yeah. I I'm here. I'm here. I'm all about it. And and you're about to tell me that's the worst bourbon you've ever tasted. No, 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 no. I've had some very rough bourbon. No. <laughs> uh, I've had some some rough trips to the bourbon well, if you know what I mean. Um I was gonna say you kind of gave it the the not bad kind of gesture that I've seen at a, a couple of tastings at associated places when we were neighbors. So my glass has a buffalo on it. I don't know if that changes your guys' opinion at all. Everybody oh. loves a, a liquid buffalo. That is that is true. <laughs> buffalo Trace, one of my favorite. Uh, buffalo Trace. Um, what hotel are you sipping that on the rocks on the balcony of? Me? Yeah, like this, you, is, this is my spare room that looks like it's under no, construction right now. No, I mean like <laughs> if you if would you be sipping that from your balcony at Harrah's or would it be oh, at God. Caesar? Where would you no. where would you be sipping this? Uh pre-gaming a tailgate party. Express. This this is a, this is a parking lot whiskey. This is a parking lot whiskey, but here's the thing that's not a bad thing. No. Um this is not what I'm going to reach for neat. I I do prefer my whiskey. Well, I like a, a nice cocktail, of course, but, um, you know, it's all in class, right? So for 20 bucks, you can get some pretty strong whiskeys. And for $4 more, you get a nice bottle of Buffalo Trace. So this one, I don't know. I don't know yet. Hey, it's all part of our podcast, fellas. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we drink on here. We burp on here. So it tastes better than I expected it to. Okay. Nice. The smell is not great. The aroma, if you will. Um, That's a shame. It's lacking. I'd like a, a deeper component to it. But all in all, solid mouthfeel, decent finish, actually kind of a sweet finish. Yeah. Sweet yeah. finish in your mouth, bud. It's not burning up inside me, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's, I get you. I know what you mean. <laughs> And uh, I make a killer old fashioned, and it's probably going to be just fine. I believe that. I, I yeah, in an old fashioned, it. it's great. There, I will say when we when we uh, watch some fights together in the future, um, if Dom offers to make you a drink, it's it's worth it's worth accepting. Uh, and well, yeah, uh, it is. I agree. It you will be made that. to a perfection and, in in the way that Dom makes it, even if it's different from how you might make it. It will be perfect. Of how it is. 
because of because how of the it way is. it is. Here's <laughs> the thing. Uh, we had the from the proper twelve website the orange soda proper twelve. Is that right? At least it, I did. I don't know. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, I'm sure it's in the lost episode. It was good. Yeah, probably. Hey, uh, Ryan. <clears throat> yeah. Your Loki costume was badass. Um, just letting you know. And your Thanks. wife's Kylo Ray or Kylo Ren costume was yeah. equally as dope. Uh, Kyla, Kyla Ren. <laughs> <laughs> nice for the party. Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, for those of you who don't know, my wife used to be a makeup artist. And she used to do that type of thing. So her scar looked pretty legit. And uh, fun fact, she tried on uh, five or six fully complete costumes for that party and uh, went with that because everything else just wasn't quite right. And uh, I only had the one, which is essentially work clothes with uh, a couple of low-key accoutrement pins and and or tie clips again that's a picture of me with uh thor at um avengers campus and yeah we had a good time i uh i got the horns the horns fit <laughs> uh somewhat well i have a headache I have a headache for the last two days i'm wondering if that's a coincidence with that head type of headband that i was wearing <laughs> um but it was good times um we we're actually thinking about going every single year because it was just that much fun um less people party time hey we did andy it just it was fucking awesome we did can three I ask, can i ask what you're talking about the disneyland halloween party uh it's sweet like you go and you have... yeah i'm when was this when did you go a couple days ago uh, we went on Tuesday, Tuesday night. Do they do multiple parties? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sitting here like I'm reading about Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler, and I'm like, wait a second, was that Disney? last year? That was <laughs> no. That was a that was no, a Loki costume uh... ahead of its time. I applaud it. <laughs> <laughs> like I figured he would run for president, and it was great because uh, you know, some people that work for Disney called me Mr. President. It was great. And uh, got some nods. I'm for Saw it. some other some other Loki variants, which was excellent. They got yes. some. Apparently, you're not supposed to take pictures with other guests that are dressed up in costume in Disneyland when it comes to these type of things. So there were no collaboration pictures, uh, but there were a lot of head nods going on. So it was fun. Nice. I like it. We got three years. Shave. It's dope. Yeah, it's had so a, fun. I had a. I had to shave my beautiful facial hair. I noticed. To be in costume. You look like an infant. My, I look like I look like a man with no chin. That's what I look like. You look like Nate Diaz. <laughs> well, Nate Diaz is a stocking badass, so I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, he sure is. Do, do we want to just talk about Nick Diaz? Yeah, let's yes. just go. And, you know, we'll we'll talk about bets and stuff later but i genuinely appreciated you throwing the anthony joshua Usyk fight on there you're welcome i wanted yeah. to put that I, on there. i hope that was for me it was uh, <laughs> also it... hey anthony joshua stop having 2 p.m saturday fights 
you know <laughs> <laughs> at least we get to literally jump right after that into that the is, prelims that is true because the er, there this being a team mobile one i think the early prelims started like three or four my yeah. time and that's yeah. always awesome and we expect the main event for anthony joshua to be like 2 p.m pacific time mm-hmm. sorry yeah. specific time <laughs> a specific, specific time yeah eastern specific time listen irregardless of how you're gonna say things <laughs> <laughs> fuck uh shit well before we talk about nick diaz though mm-hmm. hey anthony smith deserves props for that yeah win. yeah uh, he does hey other cool stuff happened this past weekend but that he looked amazing and uh he made brian span look like number 11 that he was all right, UFC 266 is coming up. <laughs> so does Anthony Smith, but Glover Teixeira beat the fuck out of him. He did. So probably he can't beat 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 Yuri Prohaska or Jan Blachowicz, right? Probably not. But maybe. Well, we we don't know. We we don't. He, I, I, it sounds like they're gonna pair him up with Rockic again in December, just based on initial conversations. Which is interesting if uh, if Anthony Smith is saying that his head wasn't in it and he can get another shot at it. Shot at it, you always favor the person that's coming off a loss in a in a rematch in that type of event. Yeah, but but I don't know. I mean, like Anthony Smith, like he's uh, it's weird. Like I have this weird love hate relationship with him. Yeah, because I love the. I love the fact that he. Uh, I love that too. You will tell the. Brian, we lost you. We can't hear you anymore. And uh, hey, wait, are you coming back? Maybe stop your. Can we stop his video? Will that help? This compelling. its own Whoa, it's like so fucked up we're like in the matrix <laughs> so um i was about to say am i oh no you cut we do we have him back this is like I hope that all of like the treachery and the weird garbled sounds just come through on the recording because I'll totally leave it. <laughs> Welcome to to teaching school in the 2020 school year. It was literally just that for six hours a day. <laughs> hey, like, you <laughs> hear what I am saying? You are actually. That? It's just like it's so funny when it cuts off right when you say "Can you?" and then it cuts off. This video is it's not. <laughs> oh no, you're frozen. You might have to hop off and hop uh, back on. Again. We'll keep talking. Okay. okay. Anthony Smith, I thought looked yeah. good, right? I thought he looked good. Uh and uh let's see if Ryan is uh, never mind. I here's my thing. Like you have said and kind of what you pointed towards before, does he compete with Jan Blachowicz, Yuri Prohaska, Glover Teixeira. Who are the top three? I don't think so. <sighs> I He's, don't know. I think if he beats Ratchich, that that will prove that he is. To me. 
I think he's right there. I mean, he's four. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, are we sure he's not in the top three? Like, no, but you know, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's yeah. That. I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? While we wait for him, I'm gonna go get some water. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> At least he asked the schizophrenic to do that. Um, Hello. Hi. Uh, Dominic went to grab a, a, crips, a quick sip of water while uh, oh, while you recover. Water, eh? <laughs> yeah. Recovering from this poor Wi-Fi signal. Ah, these things happen. He's back. Yep. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for uh, coming back after our short commercial break. We are sponsored by Bruce Buffer's uh, What is it? Puncher's Chance, Kentucky. Puncher's Chance. We are also sponsored by Sherry's Berries, uh, (laughs) Anchor.fm, and Manscaped. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Lawnmower 4.0. The Lawnmower 4.0. What's the uh, stamps.com and Legal Zoom, Zip Recruiter. I don't know. There's a bunch of them, right? Yeah. Alpha brain. <laughs> sure. Oh, uh, shit. Intel hey. processors. I don't know. Hey, well, yeah, we... very, very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were, we were saying uh, right before, right before the whole world collapsed around us, uh, just kind of that, you know, Smith looked great, but, uh, you know, be- beating Ratchet again would nailed down that he's still up there with the Yuri Prohaskas and Jan Blahoviches and Glover Tsharas. Yeah. Uh, he's already there, though, like Dom was saying. It's a winnable division, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, until Jones drops back down after he pussies out a heavyweight. That feels like it's definitely not going to happen, <laughs> but I don't know that he's ever going to fight a heavyweight either. I agree. I agree. Yeah. This weekend's going to be fun, fellas. Mm-hmm. The coaches of the unwatched season of Tough are coming yeah, together. Is, let's be completely honest. This fight is in no way, shape, or form more interesting because they were involved on the Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> it's just a good fight. Like, come on. <laughs> I agree. I think it showed off some Napoleon syndrome on Volkanovsky's part, myself. Um, but I look forward to this. What do you think? What do you? How does this play out? What do you? What do you see? This would be. Are you asking me? Yeah. Um, I think that for Brian Ortega, he has to. This is his opportunity to win. I think. I don't really know what I think of Volkanovski, but I don't think Ortega can beat a healthy locked in Max Holloway, at all. I'm not sure anyone can in that division, but I I really don't think that or- Ortega can, which is not a knock on Ortega. And he didn't. He, and he, did. he failed. He lost uh, in the that fourth. That is correct. Yeah. He absorbed think... the most strikes of anyone in featherweight yeah. history. Pretty rough. Fight. <laughs> uh, until Holloway's last fight, right? Uh, against Cater. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. you're but right. At, at the time, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think if if Ortega is going to win the belt, it's going to be Saturday night. I think that he's probably going to. It kind of seems like most people think he's going to. 
I know he's not the betting favorite, but that's kind of a different thing. Um, yeah. And we'll see. I mean, it's also possible Volkanovski just fucking starches him. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Ryan? I, I kind of want, like, both your perspectives. Um. So, I think Volkanovski's going to win. It's going to be a decision. And it's going to be, like, and most of Volkanovski's fights where he's just outpointing out the other person. And I think he's going to be very strategic in not taking Ortega to the ground because Ortega is most dangerous when he's on the ground, specifically off his back with his open guarding going for triangles. I mean, hence his fucking nickname, T-City. Um, makes the most sense. Volkanovski is known for having very good footwork and also being, uh, to a certain extent, unpredictable in terms of like how he's going to attack opponents. Uh, they made a big deal out the fact that he can come at an appointment, uh, opponent with his hands up and throw different feints and strikes and put people off of their game with the with the I guess the frequency of the striking and also how he's coming about it. And it's not going to be that exciting, in my opinion. And it's probably something that we're going to be very frustrated about, but he's going to win and it's going to be by decision. Okay. Here's the thing that feels reasonable. So I don't think I realized this about Volkanovsky. He has he ever lost a fight in the UFC? He's on a 19 fight win streak. Yeah, man. that is that is fucking wild. So he's on, on the UFC. Yeah. UFC's website only goes back to 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But since <laughs> July 2018, okay. Uh, Elkins, Mendez, Aldo, and Holloway twice. That's that's not a list of no names. That's a yeah. And Ooh, Ortega, Ortega is gonna be uh, he's he's the right speed bump for for Volkanovski right now. Mm-hmm. He he does bring to the table uh, a threat when he's under threat of ground and pound, unlike a lot of his other uh, people Volkanovski's beat, uh, who are not as strong on the back off the back. Um, I think Volkanovski is taking this one a little more personally uh, than than Brian is and than he has in previous fights. Uh, even when he was all obsessed with proving himself after, to, to beat Max the second time, um, I thought it looked even more like Max won the second time. So to me, it's kind of one of those things where I think he might have something to prove and Ortega got under his skin. Uh, I don't know if that'll do anything, but uh, I'm leading Volkanovski too. Uh, also, kind of boring decision, uh, I think, unless unless something really exciting happens. Um, that's where I'm at on it, man. But there's another championship fight on that card. You can call it that. <laughs> there's another feeding on that card. <laughs> yeah. How does Shevchenko win this fight? Knockout decision submission all right we're gonna have a fun bet on that one (laughs) yeah sure 
I'm like, okay, seriously, I, I, I think, <laughs> I think Shevchenko's bored, and she's gonna go for something new this time. Do you? Yep, and it's purely that's, gonna be boredom, and she's gonna let Lauren wrestle her, and it won't work. That's really how you lose fights: is to start letting people, is to start like, I don't know. I, I really hope she doesn't do that. I think that would be a big, big. <laughs> You find me one documented case of a UFC fighter being like, you know what I'm going to do? Try something new in this title fight. I don't know. Maybe John Jones. <laughs> Maybe John Jones. Somebody, I don't know. I don't know. I think Shevchenko knocks her out. Okay. That's cool. Well, then we have the one that really is I maybe a mystery I don't know if it's a mystery uh, I'm really curious if you guys think this happens the way it happens for me but 17 years in the making and 209 weeks since their last fight <laughs> Stockton's own 209 boy Nick Diaz is fighting Robbie Lawler um, and Lawler's a slight favorite but shit it's a coin flip minus 120 plus 100 what uh I got Lawler by this. I got Lawler by decision. I think this is going to be a grind. A couple older guys coming from a previous generation of get out there and kick each other's fucking ass and go where the fight takes you. And I don't think either of these guys are going to put each other away. Brian, what do you think? Uh, I got Lawler. And I think Lawler um not only wins the fight but he knocks him out and i'm doing this because of a couple of things one uh the recent nick diaz interview uh, is concerning yes it is with his 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 sentiment around um fighting in general like why the fuck are you doing this if for no other reason than you don't have any other way to make money and your heart is not in it where Robbie Lawler has not had any of that concern since he's been doing this since he was in his early 20s. Um, Two, you know, a couple of days ago, uh, maybe it was a day ago, where Nick Diaz said, instead of fighting at 170, I want to fight at 185. Um, Lawler agreed to it, though. And he said, yeah, no problem, because Lawler wants to fight and he wants to avenge this loss because people are talking this up, stating, oh, yeah, uh, fucking almost two, decade, two de- decades ago, Nick Diaz knocked me out. And, of course, UFC used that image of him being face down on the canvas for a lot of promos. So, of course, he wants to get his revenge, and he's going to do it at pretty much whatever means necessary. So if you want to fight at 185, sure. No problem. I will do it. Um, and then I don't know if you saw it, but did you see the promo videos of Nick Diaz for like his fighter walkouts where they do these like animated? It's not. It's not animated. But I shouldn't say that. They, but these were, like live loops. Yeah, where they uh, in them in front of the camera. Have you yeah. seen that? Have you? Did you see that? Did you yep. see how soft? He, he looked, was so soft and so ooh. slow. I didn't did you see it. He looked marshmallowy. That's how I would put it. He looked like a marshmallow. And I feel like Robbie Lawler is going to come out there and within two rounds is going to put him out. 
And that's going to be the last time that Nick Diaz fights for the UFC. And Robbie Lawler will probably not go on to do anything great because he's also 38, 39 years old. But at the same time, he will get his revenge. And not only am I going to put a prop bet on Lawler to win, but I'm also going to put a extended prop bet on Lawler to finish the fight by TKO, with P- by TKO which the over-under is 3.5 rounds to do it underneath that 3.5 rounds. Cool. So Nick Diaz also had a quote. I think it was from that same interview where he said he'd beat the shit out of Kamaru Usman. <laughs> he did say that. And this like, is ridiculous. <laughs> that, that is truly, <laughs> truly wild. And, uh, <laughs> and well, can anything happen on Saturday that would make you say that's not wild? What do you mean? Can he come out and literally outclass Lawler in every sure. aspect no. of the sport and be like, this guy's a contender still at no, welterweight? No, no nothing not- would make me say that he would have anything for Carmaro Usman. That's uh, one, ludicrous. <laughs> right? One, Robbie Lawler has lost his last four fights. So beating Robbie, La- Robbie Lawler would say, okay, great. You've done it <laughs> twice now. Good for you. <laughs> but you're not beating Kamara Usman because that is a different level fighter. Yeah. I don't think I don't think any Nick Diaz ever beats Kamara Usman. <laughs> Probably not. I don't I don't see that. Uh, so I man, I don't know. I think the I would not bet on this. I won't even fake bet on this, but I just kind of feel like Robbie Lawler is gonna beat him. I think the Diaz brothers in general are very, very tough to knock out. And unless, I don't know, do we know who the referee is? Yeah. Unless oh, I don't. the referee stops it. I, I don't, it's not like Nick's going to be flatlined and, and not get up or something. Um, how many times has he been knocked out, actually? Does it say? Nick Diaz? Yeah. That's a great question. I don't know if he has been knocked out. He's never won by knockout, which is interesting. I mean, I... well, except for Robbie Lawler. It also says a zero percent decision, so that's that's yeah. Correct. I don't think they just. I <laughs> yeah. don't think they put any stats for no, Nick Diaz yeah. in here from yeah, the modern no. era. Also, look at the shorts. He say metal militia on them. <laughs> look at you <laughs> see <do>. that. <laughs> Like, they couldn't get him to stand for a new fucking promo photo? Dude, I think they put his no, head they on don't. his old body. They don't want a picture of his new body. It looks like you a marshmallow. Put, it's pretty but you what, can't. But what about you all can't the Instagram put that pictures? Next to his new body. Instagram isn't all it seems, Dom. I mean, I hate to tell you, but... What? People stage those things. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ryan and Ashley didn't actually Fil- meet tour. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you for catching my joke. Uh, I man, I there's so many red flags with everything about Nick Diaz right now that it makes it seem like Robbie Lawler should just win this thing going away. Um, mm-hmm. But but shit, I. I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, I think I would just go and I, I just will put a little bit on uh, Lawler to win, just even at the minus 120. Yeah. But, but man, 
I, I just, I, I don't, I'm not unconfident in myself, but I don't know what it would feel like to be like, I haven't been in a cage in six years. I think I'd beat the shit out of Kamaru Usman. Like what? <laughs> and then you got to wonder, does he actually think that? Or is he saying it because Usman's like the top dog? I just don't know, but it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I was going to say, in that interview with, with Nick Diaz, you know, he, yeah. he said that he would beat Kamaru Usman. That why is he even fighting Robert Lara? He's already beat, he should be fighting Kamaru Usman for the welterweight championship, which is, in, is a crazy boast, right? But yeah. in that same interview, he also said, he also said that before every fight, he feels like he's going to get the shit beat out. He said that. He did. I feel like I will always get the shit beat out of me before every fight. So at best, you're dealing with somebody that has this crazy two-tiered personality. Um, at worst, you're dealing with somebody who has, like, you know, the Han Solo syndrome. He's got delusions of grandeur, as C-3PO would say. Um, <laughs> and he makes no sense whatso whatsoever. And you can't take anything that he says <laughs> with any granular of with – any, with any sincerity. So you're like, okay. Um, you're just a crazy person. We're going to take you for face value. You are now 38. You haven't fought in six and a half years. You haven't won a fight since 2011. And now you're thinking you're going to go in there and beat up Robbie Lawler, who's been a consistent fighter for God knows how long, right? It's got to be the last 17 years. He has not stopped yeah, fighting. Yeah. Fighting top level competition and that you're going to beat him and then you're going to challenge for some type of title contention you are full of shit and we're going to lose and then you're never going to fight again and you're always going to blame other people for what transpired negatively in your life and that's how i feel about that <laughs> well in you know what one, I love that you just went so hard on the Diaz army and they're coming for you. A. B <laughs> B, he did you read the quote in that same interview of him talking about why his like MMA school didn't open? No. He said he had uh, bad business partners. Something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, exactly to your point, blaming other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Diaz Army can come at me. Stockton, I'll I'll take all the Stockton slaps. That's fine. But the Diaz have seen better days, and the Diaz army has not produced anybody else for the next generation. And no, they, they probably won't. No, they will not. There you go. It is weird that they're such big names still, isn't it? Yeah. But it's because they talk. We're talking about them talking. <laughs> And fuck, if you can get the pretty neat podcast talking about you, you can move the needle, that's for sure. <laughs> you are the needle at that point. Yeah, that's I mean, that's let's be real. We're the fucking record players. <laughs> what did Shaq say? I'm a business, man. Like, <laughs> comma, you know. <laughs> Nick Diaz is in the Nick Diaz business. It's it's hard for me to think he beats Robbie Lawler on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. But hey, we watched his brother get the fuck punched out of him for four minutes and... 26 seconds and then damn near turn it around so yeah you you gotta kill him or at least make it till that till that bell goes off question but, uh and and this is a the diaz fight is also a five-round fight and it's not a uh it's not for a belt 
How um, much do you think that cost Dana White? Oof, I don't know. I don't know. I bet it wasn't cheap. No, probably not. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Razor Blades is coming back after getting laid out by Derek Lewis, and he's going to fight Jarzinho Rosenstreich. Who laid him out? Derek motherfucking Lewis. An, ir- <laughs> an irrelevant <laughs> heavyweight fighter that we all pretend is is like a legit contender? Get the fuck out of here with Derek Lewis. Nobody cares about Derek Lewis. <laughs> Uh, how does this one go down? I'm going to ask Ryan first. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a decision for Curtis Razor Blades because you're just going to take him down probably 10 to 15 times. And then <laughs> with the combination of ground control followed by strikes. And here's the thing, like I could be wrong because Curtis has pretty dominant ground and down and he could take him out within the first round, but um, I kind of see it being more or less like rinse and repeat, take down, control. Um, he's not going to take a lot of chances because his last time, right, he was riding this wave of consistency and momentum, and then he got caught with the uppercut from hell from Derek Lewis, and then now he's got to start back with fighting somebody who's lost to, you know, also elite competition, but at the same time, like, his last great win was against Alexander Overeem, where he knocked him out in the last 10 seconds of a fight where he was losing heavily against somebody who does not wrestle as their primary offensive motive and was getting out-wrestled and controlled consistently. And now he's going to go against somebody who is coming from a, a team that trains at elevation, that his primary means of control it to take somebody down and just destroy them i don't see it going very well for rosenstrike reasonable assessment yeah i think that's that's pretty well said my concern with blades is he took some very serious head trauma in that fight and with with uh uh derek lewis and i don't know man it does kind of seem like heavyweights can bounce back from that sort of thing um sometimes they can't but sometimes they can't and i don't know what's gonna happen i guess the this i would throw a flyer on rosenstrike just because he's a plus 245 i think either one of them can knock each other out and i think it could be a very boring sort of ground and pound three rounds like ryan's saying i don't think it matters in the heavyweight landscape at all so (laughs) I think uh, I think Ryan like like uh, if it if it goes down if anybody could predict exactly how it was going to be that's that's what I would think. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so. that's and you know what that's how I think the Andrade Calvillo fight goes too. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's the same, but uh, put Andrade in there as the the tosser, uh, and and that's what you got. She's going to be taking Calvillo down the whole time, uh, and I just don't see it going any other way unless it's ground and pound finish. Uh, which I could see, uh, but uh, yeah, I actually th- I think that I was thinking the same thing you are, Dom, and and I did take a prop on on Rosenstrike. Uh, I liked one of his, uh, but we'll look at those bets. We'll wrap into those. Uh, we're only going to look at two of the prelims just to talk about how they're going to go, and uh, well, then we'll we'll just kind of skim by the other ones on there. But Marlon Marais, Marav Devalishvili. 
that's going to be exciting uh no matter what happens that's for sure and dan hooker nasarat hakparast will also be very exciting uh both of these are just people who come and throw uh and i like that uh with dan hooker and hakparast i'm very concerned about all of their travel uh shit that is going to come into play dan hooker is like maybe in vegas now maybe and and dan hooker had trouble actually training yeah i heard i heard on a different show that he was having to basically do it in secret Mm -hmm. in wherever auckland or wherever the fuck he's from so yeah so that's gonna be an interesting one but uh, I think I think that the odds are are pretty spot here. To be honest, I think that Marab is too hungry, and he's demonstrated the skills to take out Marais, who's on a skid. And um, I think it'll move him up. And then I think Hooker's gonna 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 d- get this one through a decision. He's gonna find his spots. That's that's me. I think I agree with you. How you doing, Delzine? <laughs> all right so not to upset the apple part here but i'm taking uh i i am taking marice and i'm taking marice because the fact that he's only faced elite competition in his last five fights well and i feel I'll, I'll, like I'll go one step further than that the last four years he's only fought elite competition <laughs> since and december I, I of 2017 yeah. i still think he's in his prime and i think he could probably put him away you know, somebody's going for a takedown, which we know Marab's going to only take go for a takedown, right? And he can catch him coming in, and he's known to be a finisher. He has devastating power, and if it's within the first two rounds, like I would, I would be willing to bet on that, as opposed to what everybody else is thinking is a likely three round decision for Marab, based on control and just. You know, just yeah. overall octave control and being on the ground. So I, I feel like Marais has a good chance here. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a flyer on Marais. Nice. I think you have a good point. So Asuncio, uh, Dodson, but then December 2017, he beats Sterling, he beats Rivera, he beats Asuncio after losing to him to start his UFC time. Hang on. Hmm. Where'd all my fights go? Uh, here they are. Beats Asuncio. Lost to Henry Cejudo. No big deal there. Beats Aldo. Then losses to Sandhagen and Font. But that, you know, those are top flight guys to Ryan's point. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be crazy to pick Marlon Marais. I, I don't, I think this, that fight is a stay away for me in general, but. Mm-hmm. And I like Hooker by decision. I think he's tough. Yeah. He's tough. I, 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 the what what made this one hard for me kind of because I, I did I'm gonna pick Hooker on this too was that Hawk Paras fights a light fights a lot like um <sighs> Michael Chandler. Dude well bro, he looks he, like Kelvin Gaslam. Yeah, he he looks exactly like Kelvin Gaslam. That that is no joke. But he kind of he has these explosions um and this big overhand that's huge. Yeah. Um we've got uh a uh, huge uh, after that or before that if you're watching them on the prelims we have a huge russian guy fighting tim kennedy's bigger fatter older version uh 
<laughs> and then we actually have Roxanne Mataferi, who's a uh-huh. badass, filing Talia Santos. Um, and Talia is a monster. I watched some of her other fights. Talia, big favorite in that fight. Huge favorite. But I, I'm going to pick Roxanne in one of my extra bets here because she upsets people like that. Um, and this is like staging for an upset, uh, in my opinion. Okay. Um, and then on the early prelims, we've got a couple of folks that are making their names, but uh, nothing quite quite too crazy. Um, a caveman <laughs> is going to be fighting a shadow, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Euros Medic Magic is going to fight Jalen Turner, who actually again, you know what I'm going to say about that fight right there. What's that? That looks like a procedurally generated UFC four PS four. It does set of names, odds, and pictures. <laughs> yeah, although this guy looks like this with uh, Matthew Smellsberger. <laughs> hey, it's Smellsberger. He's back. Um, he looks like a caveman, mm-hmm. and he looks like uh, somebody turned up every knob on the player creator. Yep. Hey, I pay. I put some of my bets into this pick here. Um, yes. Uh, you can see the matching colors of the odds from UFC.com, uh, which we'll use for win-loss if you got. But if you want props, let me know. Uh, let's start with uh, the the uh, main event, Volkanovski Ortega. I picked Ortega to win. I thought you just said or earlier you picked Volkanovski. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I, I typed in the wrong shit. You, well, I mean, you could bet Ortega, but still think Volkanovski is going to win. It's, <laughs> it's a better value. That's how I do it at the sports book. <laughs> oh, I absolutely did all this wrong. Yeah. What do you guys got? Uh, I've got Ortega 10, 10 grand to win. I like the plus 150. I'm doing 10 grand. Ryan Volkanovsky. Hi. I got Volkanovski five grand to win. I'm not going to work on that. Nice. I got Shevchenko to win. <laughs> yeah. I guess everybody else does. Yeah, I'm just not I'm just not betting anything on it. You're not going to bet anything on it? I, uh, g- give me a thousand bucks. Why not? I put what does that I what does that pay not. out? A dollar seventy five? Is that what it is? I also have eighty, 80, bucks. 80 bucks. Yeah. Okay. I also I also have a thousand on Shevchenko because we had fifty thousand, but so yeah, that's right. And we got to pick the main cards. I got Lawler by decision. How about you, Ryan? You said uh, Lawler by KO. Uh, I have Lawler. Yeah, I did pick by decision, um, and I took that prop bet. By the way, I didn't take him to win. I took him to win by decision. Ryan, you're saying Lawler by KO? Okay, Lawler KO. Yeah, seven thousand dollars. What's the? Do we have the payout on that? Or the the odds on that? I'm sorry. Uh, Lawler to win under three and a half rounds. Plus one thirty-five. But what about K- by KO? Uh, Lawler wins by KO plus one ninety-five. That's not bad. 
plus 215 right next to it, and that line is moved. Seems like plus 195 is fair. What was he, a plus 140? I don't know. You can give him the 215. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, that's how we're going to go. You're going to get Lawler by KO for 250, man. 215. All right. <laughs> 250. Uh, give me, I'll take five grand on Lawler by KO as well. Ooh, really? Yeah. Why not? Oh, man. I don't actually think that's going to happen, but this is fake money. I don't, I'm not, I also don't think it's not going to happen. I just, I'm just not certain that it's going to. That's a nice little, nice little payout, though. Yeah. What, what do you think is going to happen? Me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you I, said you didn't think it was going to happen. It, it could not happen, but what do you think is going to happen? I definitely think Robbie Lawler is going to win. If I had to guess, it will be by decision, and there will be some weird, oh, the judges were against me, <laughs> Dana White hates me, blah, blah, blah. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Hey, hey Dom, all right. Um, Either that or or Nick Diaz, you know, none of us are going to say he's not tough, right? So so Nick, Diaz, <laughs> Nick Diaz throws a tantrum. That's that's like minus a fa- like ten thousand. By the way, really, um, you're not going to give me better props on that. Let me let me think about it, Ryan. Okay. What I actually think is Lawler. We could see a weird thing where Lawler just kind of dominates him for five rounds, and Diaz looks absolutely terrible. And people are like, "Oh well, it's more fun to remember kind of how we how we remember him, not what he actually." is slash was and furthermore um i i i also think there's like a not zero percent chance that something crazy happens and nick clips him in the first 90 seconds and then the fight ends that way too i wouldn't bet it but i don't know mostly i think robbie lawler is going to win by decision but i think the smart money is on that plus 215 to ko yeah I, I think Rosenstrike, I, I'm going to take him by KOTKO. It's the only way he's going to win this fight. Um, and uh, plus 420. And you guys know me, so I couldn't say no to plus 420. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is not even the, ch- the cheapest joke. I'm just kidding. That's just good. I actually just do think that... Um, Rosenstrike has an amazing uppercut, and uh, I hope he deploys it at the right time. That's all. I'm hoping to win. Fake money. <laughs> what do you guys think? You guys are taking blades? Uh, or was Don- yeah. Ryan? You were right. I got blades by TKO. What are the odds on that? And I'm putting. Are we counting how much uh, we spent TKO. I'm looking at the rest of this card here? So I've spent 16 TKO or I've spent 34? Under, oh, under three rounds was plus okay. 120. TKO under what? Under, th- I, I believe it was under 3.5. Was it plus 120? Isn't it only a three round fight? I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. 2.5. Two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, one. you could make the argument that. It, yeah. Okay. Huh. Um. How much was that? 120. Two? Plus 120. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because because he's the favorite in the so that makes sense. Yeah. 
you get the little bump. I guess. I don't know. I got, I got, I got ten thousand on that. You're, you're that that imaginary fifty k is burning a hole in your pocket. Um, I like. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm betting on all these fights. I like. I don't fucking know. I'll go. Whatever. Give me Blades by TKO at plus 120. I don't really actually have an opinion on this fight. I just like watching heavyweights hit each other. <laughs> this is how I felt about about uh, Greg Hardy and was it Tuavasa? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's just like one of them is going to catch the other one and the other one and that person's going to go catatonic. So, yeah. How much do you want to throw on, on Blades? Four. Give me four. It. I think I said ten, but now I want four. All right. Andrage versus Calvillo. I I got Andrage to win. I'm not picking how. I, I she can hit hard. She can submit. She can decide. <laughs> Where are y'all at? Yeah, I got Andrage at five k to win. Nice. What What are my odds on her for knockout? Oh, that's a good question. Also, she is not she is not minus two eighty. She's like minus twelve hundred. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Shevchenko. Yeah. Um. Uh, Andrade by submission. Bringing up y'all. You want Andrade by decision? No submission. Sorry. Submission plus a thousand. Yeah. Give me give me five grand on that. All right. That's kind of surprising. Plus a thousand. And you want 10 grand on that? Five. Five. You're going to regret not taking that 10. I can feel it. I don't know. All right. Davalashvili versus Marais. I, I picked Davalashvili. Uh, he's the, he's the, uh, the favorite in this one. Um, I don't know why that was there, but yep. Ryan talked me into it. How I want how much I want how much I got left? Ryan, you got twenty-two left. All right, thanks. I want I want five on Marais to win. Ryan talked me into it. Cool. How about you, Rai Rai? I got uh, I got 10k on my rights to win. I got Hooker to win. I'm putting two grand on it. Hang on, is Marais plus two sixty or plus two ten? Oh, sorry. Uh But Diva Sheely is not plus two ten. Also, oh my gosh! I what kind of book are you running here? The shady. I don't like kind. it. I, I, this is, <laughs> and, and I'm not above a shady bet. There you minus go. Minus two sixty. Right, that's what's my problem. Got it. Thank you. No, look, it's still showing us plus. Oh, this son of a bitch. It's a thing I fucked up. Don't worry. I'll cut it out. Yay. Nice. I like hookers. I also like hooker. Nice. 
What about you, Ryan? Uh, well, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take half half hack for rest. Three thousand, three thousand to win. And I'm only doing that because Dan Hooker is flying from New Zealand and extreme time change. And uh, Hack Perest, who is from like, Afghanistan, coincidentally enough, uh, never forget. Um, <laughs> uh, he trained out of TriStar. So if he's... <laughs> If he's trained, if he's if he's trained out of uh, Canada, the, the time change difference won't be as severe. So that's that's my Never logic behind that. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> how much are you gonna put on a hook? How Dom? much? How much do I have left? You got twenty. Uh, and only two more fights, or one more fight to pick. Give me just just two thousand, please. Cool. And now that was the last UFC fight we have to pick. Uh, but we're going to pick uh, the boxing as well. And yeah, so, I got some prop bets. So let's pick Joshua and Usyk. So I want Joshua by KO slash TKO. But I want to see what my odds on that are. They're pro- it's probably still the favorite. Yeah. Oh, I didn't save that. Dom, what do you or uh, Ryan? Have you looked at that at all? That fight? Uh, yeah, I have. I, I have. But the, here's the thing: is I don't know. So what's the what's the bet for Joshua by decision? Minus three hundred. All right, I want that. Actually, and that- I want to know how much. Aaron, go down. It was right there. Right. Hang on. Hey, oh, you're, what are you doing? Who scrolls that way? <laughs> Scroll a little further. Little right there. So they've got they've moved it to minus two eighty, which is interesting. Um, but I want to know what it is for Joshua by KO. There's hundred and eighty prop bets. Yeah, yeah, because like it's not gonna be under two and a half rounds. Joshua, yeah, plus 120. Oh, perfect. Give me all of my 18 on plus 120, Joshua by KO. Okay. <laughs> all right. So what's what do I what, what do I have left? What was it? And are we gonna uh, plus 120? Uh, 18,000. <laughs> yep. So Anthony Joshua is my favorite fighter on the planet in in any sport. Although God, I love Canelo Alvarez, but. Uh, I think he's being disrespected I, in this fight. What, what's what's your lot? What's your logic, bro? For what? <laughs> why is Anthony? Why is Anthony Joshua your favorite fighter on the planet? I just love him. I just I love everything think about that him. his physique. It's is definitely it part of style. it. His, I think his physique is incredible. I think his fighting style is fun. I love that he can put 140,000 people at Wembley. And we over here, we're like, oh, look, they sold out T-Mobile and it's 18,000 seats. And he's like, yeah, that's the top section up there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think the only guy on the planet who can beat him is Tyson Fury. And Andy Ruiz got lucky. And then Joshua said, oh, okay. Watch what I do. I'm going to make this fat guy dance for 12 rounds. And Anthony Joshua looked really, really, really good in his last fight. And I think he's going to look really, really good on Saturday. And then 
we assume Fury cleans up the third fight against Wilder, and then we get what I'm hoping will be three epic clashes between Joshua and Wilder. They've already signed a two-fight deal, but that, that okay. could pretty easily balloon into a three-fight deal. Nice. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I have Joshua by decision because I'm not an expert with Anthony well, Joshua. Let's let's be dominant. completely honest about this. If it goes to a decision, there is virtually no chance Usyk wins because this fight is in. Actually, wait, where is this fight? Because every now and then Anthony Joshua fights in uh, like Abu Dhabi or whatever the fuck. Um, I don't know. Anthony Joshua's next fight is in. I. I I want to say it's at Wembley or at hang on and the only reason this fight is even happening is because Usyk was the mandatory challenger oh no it's at Tottenham Hotspur yeah okay Um, that's where the Tottenham Hotspur soccer team plays Um, Oleksandr Usyk is is I believe how you say that is the only is only even in this fight because boxing's rules are stupid and they can basically force Anthony Joshua to fight him. And the only reason Anthony Joshua even lost to Andrew Ruiz, he should not have even been in that fight. I don't even want to talk about it. Anthony Joshua was going to win. He, he beat the fuck out of Kubrat Pulev in his last fight. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? If he loses, I won't come on the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that sounds good. I'm I'm doing a. If he uh, loses, like the long long term implications of him losing are detrimental to heavyweight boxing and boxing in general, because you have this dream of Wilder versus not Wilder, uh, Tyson Fury versus Joshua to like to cement this greatest generational talent in boxing and if he can't do that then this is all fucked so and and that's also why he wins right just because of that because he knows that he knows that there's greater implications at stake he he knows he has to win and he's he's immune to like we don't overlook him that's like this the concern well that's what happened against andy ruiz and he ruiz was a late add to that fight and Ruiz has hands, and Anthony Joshua got knocked out in training before that first fight. Everyone knows it. He was shaken. He should not have been in there. Eddie Hearn, I have uh, really before you were on with us, Ryan, I fucking hate Eddie Hearn. He's Joshua's promoter. Somehow he's like the most powerful man in boxing, and he's a fucking moron. Um, so having said that, if you if you watch the first fight with Ruiz after the ref stops it, Anthony Joshua's dad is like literally looks like he's going to assault Eddie Hearn because they all know he the fight should not have happened the way that it did. But whatever, it did happen. Then he came back, he beat him, and then he went out, beat the fuck out of Kubrat Pulev. Now, here's the thing. I actually think Tyson Fury can beat him and probably will, because Tyson Fury is a Rubik's Cube that is probably, if he's if he's in the right frame of mind, impossible to solve. But that's a different thing. Um so Anthony Joshua knows that he's immune to the pressure. We don't realize here stateside. Yeah. You like how I said that? Like I'm some fucking citizen of the globe. Uh, 
how famous he is. Like the pressure doesn't matter. And to your point, Ryan, a, a Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua fight, they could sell a quarter of a million tickets to that. And I'm not joking. So everyone knows that's what has to happen. And it could go to decision and there's no chance Usyk wins if it goes to decision. So. Mm-mm. Hey. The MK curse. Well, what is the MK curse? I've got some other bets that I want to make, but I, right. gotta, I need props from you guys. Well, I don't have <laughs> any money left, but I'll play. Yeah, so I, I um, first of all, I did take a prop on <laughs> Shevchenko winning by submission, which was a plus mm-hmm. 500, and that's just Not pretty bad. good. Yeah. Um, what kind of props will you give me on Nick Diaz throwing a tantrum at the end of his fight? Does Nick Diaz include the Nick Diaz army? No, not Nate, just Nick. Um, I think that's a plus 200 myself. I think that's high. I think that's, I think maybe a plus one. What do you think, Ryan? All right, plus 100. Uh, Yeah, I was was just, I was literally just going to say, I'll give you even money on that. Fuck beans. Okay. Never mind that. No, plus plus 100 is even money. Bet 100 to win 100. That's fine. Okay. I'll put, I'm going to put, Three thousand on that. All right. Uh, every numbered card for the last five in a row has had a fight-ending injury. I believe that that will continue into this numbered card. Um, it's sad, but I do. I think that there will be a, a, a technical submission, or perhaps. A doctor stoppage due to a cut on a Nick Dr. Fury stoppage. face. This uh, this feels like there's got to be an actual bet for this. What is this? Two sixty six. Yeah. Hey, if you find one, that'd be great. While you do, the yeah. MK curse is the morning combat curse. Uh, the morning combat podcast. Mm. Every so often, they do a portfolio review of a fighter where they review every single fight that that fighter has had and break them down and talk about how it applies to the upcoming fight. And every single time they have done that, that fighter has lost their next fight. And they just did one for Nick Diaz. So did they, did they pick him? They, they don't pick, they just do a resume review. Um, But every person they've done the resume review of has lost. And I believe that that is true too, because I also think Lawler will win. So this is, I don't know what the prop would be on this because it's never failed, uh, but it's also nonsense. <laughs> so. so here's the thing. The Dr. Stoppage and the MK ah. Curse, these both have to be slight favorites. I think the Dr. Stoppage is like minus 110. Okay. Only be or or you could even talk me into maybe like a plus one ten just because at some point there's going to be a numbered card that doesn't have one. Okay, but how this, about during the main card? This to me, then then it's definitely like a plus one fifty or something. I'm doing main um, card. This to me is like the they'll show Giselle in the stands at the Super Bowl when Tom Brady is playing like over under three and a half times like. And on average, they show her 4.3 times. So it's like, all right, well, 
they're they're going to do it. the main card though because you, you're limiting the number of fights you have the option for. Yeah, feels like something like plus one fifty, and I think that MK curse. I know nothing about it. To me, that just screams like plus one ten. Ryan's aware of it, so he he can uh, he'll back up those odds. Whatever Ryan uh, thinks on these odds, I think will fly. Okay. So every every resume review they've done, that fighter has lost their next fight, including, and this is most notable, and you should take heed because it's relevant is Israel Adesanya when he Ooh. went up to fight Jan Blachowicz for his uh, lightweight heavyweight title. They did a resume review on him, and he ended up losing the fight. Everybody else, and I get the logic, right? They're trying to get somebody that has some sort of, like, filled out, sustained career so they can talk about uh, notable fights. And who they've won, who they lost against, how they rebounded, how their progression as a fighter has been. Um, and now they just did Nick Diaz. And it's hilarious because I finished listening to the episode and Aaron goes, they just did the Nick Diaz resume review. I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'm betting Robbie Lawrence. <laughs> 100% to win. Not only, not only is he going to win, but he's probably going to knock him out. And that now has progressed because Nick Diaz has come out and looked soft like a marshmallow he looks like melted ice cream in his in his fighter pictures and videos and his inner in an interview has been you know i i don't want to fight i don't like to fight i'm fighting because i got fucked over in other business venues but uh the mk curse is real and it's 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 gonna happen what's the prop What's the prop? It's uh, the MK curse is a is a um, is a plus one fifty. Yeah. Whoa! You think, you think it's a plus? I was gonna say minus one fifty. I would I would split it at either even money or minus one ten. You th- minus one fifty. I uh, I take. Minus. I guess I'm getting. <laughs> oh, good point. Uh, you could so on the team. Yeah. Woo! Again, you could talk me into minus one ten. You could talk me into even money. Plus one fifty feels feels true. But you, I mean, whatever. This is this is fake. So who cares? Ryan, you got um, nine grand left. What do you want? It's all fake. Yeah. What do you want with your nine grand? Uh, I want the MK curse. I want the MK curse at the. I guess if we're going to be fair, minus one ten. Did we did we decide minus one ten? Like I said, you talk me into even money. I don't care. Did you could take that, that nine grand and buy a lot of punchers' chance. Hey, here we uh, here's our potential payouts, okay. fellas. So, um, and you've got a I got a potential payout of making one hundred and twenty grand almost. Dom, your potential one sixty four almost. 130 for Ryan. If we if we should win every single bet, Dom, you'll which, triple your money again. Which a couple weeks ago I basically did. You tripled your money, man. So mm-hmm. if you fucking do that again, we're going to Vegas ASAP. Well, I here's the thing. If I did, I can assure you that is not how it works when I'm at a real sports book. So uh we shouldn't do that. Let me ask you this. Have either of you guys watched Embedded this week? And 
Okay. Does Brian Ortega look into the camera and say nothing? It's good. Okay, because that's all it seems that he does. Again, big Brian Ortega fan, but let's be honest. Yes. He's a good-looking dude, though. My, I was, I had the ultimate. I think fighter he's vapid. On. It is he's like talking con- to a wall. He's only concerned with. I think he's vapid. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He is Just the fucking straight fire vapid. from you. I tonight. said that. Yeah, fucking straight fire. I love it. <laughs> I had the one of the only episodes of, of Tough that I watched. I, I'm sitting there, and my wife comes in and she sees him and she goes, "Hey, who's that?" And I'm like, "That's Brian Ortega." She goes, "I like him." You know what? I do too, but he's vapid and emotionally unavailable. <laughs> oh, vapid! I lo- he is kind of vapid. He's I vapid. His nickname- success. I thought his nickname was T City because he's from Torrance. No, it's because he's triangles. And and and, and though he banged Halle Berry. <laughs> he banged. He banged Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah, they they had a thing. That's the word on the street. Nice. <laughs> I've seen uh, Monster yeah. Ball. <laughs> so okay, hang on. So I just saw an SB Nation thing about this this Nick Diaz video. Uh oh oh Nick Diaz oh no oh are you seeing it yeah the marshmallows. I mean, I'd be stoked if I was in shape like that, but I'm not about to get in a cage with Robbie Lawler, so it's like a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this really quick um, before we uh, before we have our good nights. You know, uh, here we go. We'll... Hey, there we are. Yes, we'll <laughs> get Ryan there in the throne. Wonderful. All righty. Uh, hey, I love talking to you guys so much. I can't wait till next week. And uh, yes, yes, what, you, Ryan. And uh, what's what's Lazarus? coming up on the show next week? Can you tell the people? Oh, yes. Next week, you guys, you won't mm-hmm. believe we're going to be talking about oh, wait, MMA and some yeah. other pretty neat stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell by the way it's going to be because of the way it is. Gee, dang it. Yeah. Well, would you look at that? Ryan froze. <laughs> Oh god. This is getting out of hand. Yeah, I'm a fan though. Yeah, let's let's hey Ryan, how about you take us out? Perfect. <laughs> oh Trump twenty four. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Pretty Meat Podcast, the MMA podcast that respects your distance. <laughs>